BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Omarensi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Friday Night Freak Show has begun. Let's do this thing. Sirius XM Channel 159. We'll welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily. It's been a historical night, and we're just getting started. And we've got the AFL Championship game. The grand final is coming up. Albert Pujols has hit his 699th home run, and then he turned around, and boom, he hit a 700 home run. Congratulations to Albert Pujols becoming just one of four men ever to hit 700 home runs uh, playing Major League Baseball. and Quite an accomplishment. Think of all the great players and all the great pitchers and just the history of the game. And only four people have, have done this uh, before. And let's not, um, let's not forget, you know, besides Hank Aaron, really, you know, Albert Pujols, if you, you know, I've said this before. If you don't want to recognize bonds and you don't want to recognize you don't want to recognize the the steroid era then then you're going to have to recognize these guys is amongst the best ever but they sort of they you know they like to have it uh, both ways right well no we'll never recognize bonds as being the all-time home run leader but anybody that uh, you know doesn't break his record isn't um isn't the isn't the leader whatever it's all good what an accomplishment a uh, hell, hell, hell of an accomplishment, right, um, by, by Albert uh, Pujols to get to 700. And I'm going to congratulate myself on this. I'm going to congratulate myself because we cashed this, baby, plus 950. Not bad. Not bad. Took advantage of the odds boost. There was an odd boost for, for Pujols. When did I do this? About a month ago, I guess, right? I think it was plus 650. Uh, I think it was it was plus I think it was, no it was plus seven fifty that's what it was it was plus seven fifty but it was boosted to uh, to plus nine fifty and I had a good night that night I remember actually now it was in August I had a good night that night and it was after one of the big comeback uh, wins there uh, with the BC Lions I think it was the night of the Calgary Stampeder game actually with the BC Lions when they came back like a month and a half ago or something I had a big night and I was sort of just going over like all right look into things I was like you know. Uh, how do I resist this at plus 950? And I think he's going to get there. Yeah, and he's getting there with two weeks to spare. So now it's not even like, listen, he's not going to catch Babe Ruth. It's even crazy to say that out loud. That he's not going to, you know, just like talking about Babe Ruth, like in an active conversation like this. 
Yeah, he's not going to catch Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth's at 714. Thing is, the way that he's playing, and I don't know if he's playing this way because he knows he's going to retire, but, dude, you've been one. It's not like this isn't, you know, this isn't a charity situation here that we're giving you at-bats. Like, you're one of the Cardinals' best hitters right now, right? And it's been this way for, like, two months. He's on fire. I mean, the dude's on fire. Take out, like, all the 700 stuff. Just go, like, wow. Like, dude, no one's ever gone on a tear at this age before, and, like, it's been pretty consistent. So just for the record, Barry Bonds hit 762 home runs. Hank Aaron is the real home run champion. Let's just call it out for what it is. At 755, you got Babe Ruth at 714, and Albert Pujols at 700. All right, let's do this thing. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks. The Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. What's up, uh, SoCal? Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. You like football? Uh, we've got football talk this evening. We've got uh, all kinds of football talk tonight. NFL football, college football, AFL football. Uh, we are the only show in North America that will be covering the AFL Grand Final Championship with some in-game coverage. And I'll tell you what, the countdown to kickoff is on. Uh, you know, you know, we follow the AFL, and we've talked about the AFL for years. Tonight is their Super Bowl. Tonight is their championship. And it's every bit as big. Um, every bit is big. 100,000 people, you know, flyovers, national anthems, celebrities, and all that other type of stuff. And last week's semifinal matchup between the Sydney Swans and the Collingwood Magpies, one of the best sporting events I've ever seen in my life. Um, Sydney, Sydney prevailed. For those of you that are joining us right now, you want to get your bets in on this thing? I believe that the Geelong Cats are going to win the championship tonight. I believe so, and I put $500 on it. So I'm not just talking about it. I put a $500 parlay in um, with G-Long and uh, the USA to win the President's Cup, and I think the U.S. is up like $200 million, uh, to one uh, right now in the President's Cup. So we're in on G-Long, and not only that, I got a nickel on G-Long already to close out the parlay, but I'm this confident I'm going to lay the 12-and-a-half with the G-Long Cats, and let's go over 164-and-a-half. I watched Sydney play last week. They're good. They're very athletic, but G-Long are just on another level. And let's be real. If there was another 30 seconds or a minute left last week, Collingwood would have pulled off one of the biggest comebacks and um, monster upsets in the history of the world, in the history of sports. Howard Balls is going to step up, and then we're going to break down the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. We got the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins this week. Great slate of college uh, football. I like the Georgia Bulldogs tomorrow to smash Kent State. A lot of people would figure, well, you know what? Oh, Georgia's playing Kent State. Let's ignore the game. Let's not ignore the game. Let's bet on the game. Dude, Kent State might not get a first down, let alone score points. I wouldn't be surprised if Kent State don't cross the 50-yard line tomorrow. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. All right, countdown to kickoff is on. Not just college football, the AFL championship. We're fired up for this. Great timing. I thought it was going to be on a little bit later. Normally, it's on three hours earlier than it normally is. Normally, this stuff starts. Remember last week, the game started later. Like, uh, it'll start like 3 30 Eastern time. In the morning, so 12.30 Pacific there in Australia. But it's their championship game, so I guess they have a normal start time that starts a little earlier. I'm telling you what, though. I've been following the AFL, so this isn't, you know, I'm not just sort of casually like, oh, let's do this because it's a novelty. But Sydney are good, all right? The Sydney Swans are a very good team. They're more finesse. They've got, like, very good athletes. And, you know, they're, I don't want to call them pretty boys, but they're not like the, you know, they're very, they're a finesse sort of team, right? It's funny because they showed them in, in their locker room before the game here. They're coming out right now. They're walking through the tunnel right now. Like I said, it's like a Super Bowl. This is big-time stuff. So all it was was the Sydney guys all hugging each other. Like the Sydney guys are all like, it looks, you know what I mean? Like, but like for like 10 minutes, like they're all hugging. Each guy like is individually hugging each other in the room. Then they show the Collingwood room uh, or the, um, the G-Long room. Collingwood's still in my head because they played them last week. <laughs> uh, they showed a G-Long room, and, and G-Long are hitting each other. They're practicing, like, tackling. <laughs> like, they're bumping. They're running into each other in their room in a small like, type of thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, all right, let's go. That's the difference to me. I think that uh, I think the, G- the G-Long catch are just going to be the more physical side here in this game. Looks like beautiful weather. Man, this stadium is big. If you guys are wondering right now, so uh, it's on FS1. It's on FS1 uh, right now. It's some big-time stuff. I'm fired up. i got to get my bets in uh, on this. So I'm already in. i got a nickel on the Cats to win already. But I'm going to lay the 12.5 points, and I'm going to go over 164.5. So um, we have three college football games tonight. And one of them included the Boise State Broncos. What is it about teams called the Broncos that make you, like, play crap football? Boise State are a disgrace. You're an embarrassment. You're, you're like, really? You just lost by 17 points to, to, to the UTEP Miners? You lost by 17 points to the UTEP Miners. We've said this. We, we, we told you this, like, last year. We've said this for the last couple of years, but I brought it up before. The Boise State run is done. It's over. 
It's going to be one of those things that, you know, 20 years from now, you'll tell people, oh, yeah, yeah, Boise State once they, you know. Boise State are like Jeremy Lin, right? Let's just be real, all right? They did one stupid little Statue of Liberty play once. Kellen Moore somehow has got a job for life with the Cowboys because of it. And, uh, and here we are right now. And it's today's, you know... In today's NIL world, and listen, nobody wants to go and and play, and play in the potato fields. Let's just call it out for what it is. Like, you know, you had a nice run, but it's done. It's over. I'm dead serious. Like, there's no, like, how, how do you bounce? Like, how do you come back from this as far as the program? Like, it's just going to be a downhill sort of slide. So, yeah, they lose. UTEP beat them 27-10. That really is a disgrace and an embarrassment. It's one thing to lose, but you lost to like by 17. Dear God. Mountain West been a weird conference. It was a wild game in, in Syracuse tonight with, with Virginia. Virgi- Syracuse were up early, then Virginia came back, then Virginia took the lead late. It was like it was all over the place, uh, this football game. But Syracuse survive again, man. They're undefeated, this team, right now, somehow. Like, yeah, seriously, the Syracuse Orangemen are 4 0, which nobody saw coming, all right? And nobody saw that coming. And it's crazy, too, because this, this Schrader kid just keeps finding ways to make plays for them. And he did tonight, even though we made mistakes. Last week, we had the big upset. Air Force got upset. Tonight, there was no upset here. They they rolled. It was 48-20. Uh, you know, we didn't really need to get backdoored, but they were, they were smoking them. Nevada scored a late touchdown. But it was nice to hit this game. We had the Falcons in the first half, and we laid the points. Uh, we laid the points as well. And we hit the Albert Pujols prop tonight at plus 950. Um, it pretty historic day. So Roger Federer, I, I lost that play. Federer, uh, Federer and Nadal lost. Jack Sock tried to take Nadal's head off there on match point. <laughs> you know, they're playing doubles. Like, basically, Sock, like, murdered a ball right in Nadal's head. And, like, Nadal, like, just sort of ducked, like, to try to survive. All right, so they're, they're running out onto the pitch now. All right, let's do this thing. Let's roll. Let's roll. So, uh, G-Long Cats. G-Long Cats minus the points. And uh, let's go over to 164. Last week, it turned into a track meet. And I think I think this is this is a manageable number. This is a manageable number right now. And in fact, you know what? It's down to 11.5. It just fell to 11.5. It is still 164.5. And a half. So, we're going to go over the NFL uh, card. We got Howard Balzer joining us, who covers the Arizona uh, Cardinals. Of course, the Los Angeles Rams are in the desert this weekend, and uh, the Rams have been absolutely dominant over the years against Arizona. Since 2015, the LA Rams are 11 and three against the spread against the Arizona Cardinals. Sean McVay is 10 and five against the spread against the Cardinals in his uh, in his career. Um, and uh, straight up on the road against NFC West opponents, he's been a good, he's been a good division divisional coach. Listen, let's not kid ourselves. Arizona won the football game last week against the Raiders, but they were getting massacred most of the game. They made a couple of late plays. The Raiders choked. Arizona, you know, Arizona just have too many injuries. You know, that's the problem with Arizona. Their defense is thin. Isaiah Simmons is a badass. But, they're, you know, they don't get much of a pass rush anymore. They don't have that, you know, they, they, Watt is out, and they, they let Jones go. Jones on the Raiders. So their, their defensive line took a hit. DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. Rondell Moore is hurt. 
They've had offensive line issues and injuries, right? So I'm not, like, attacking Arizona by taking the Los Angeles Rams in this game, but I just feel as a foe that the Cardinals just have too many too, too many, um, too many holes to patch up here against an L.A. Ram team that I think is still upset uh, that they got beat in the fashion that they did against the Buffalo Bills. So this, this, you know, I'm fired up. This Bills-Dolphins game is going to be a fun one. Used to be one of the best rivalries in the National Football League. And now you have the Miami Dolphins with this explosive offense right now, putting up 31 points per game, taking on a Bills offense and put up 36 per game. Sean McDermott has coached in 10 Bills-Dolphins games. He's won nine of them. He's 9-1 straight up. Josh Allen is 7-1 straight up against the Miami Dolphins. And as we talked about the stat last night about the Buffalo Bills, their last 20 regular season wins have all been by double digits. And in fact, not only by double digits, the average margin of victory is actually 21.87, which is absolutely just stupid, insane, crazy. Uh, What, you know, the, the numbers that the Bills are putting up. The Bills secondary is injured, okay? They're, you know, they've got issues. And, you know, their safety is out. Um, one of their quarterbacks, we saw Dane Jackson got hurt on Monday night. They were already kind of thin to begin with in the defensive backfield. So I think I think the over is the way to go in this game. Because, listen, we can talk about all the injuries we want on the Buffalo Bills defensive side of the ball. You're not stopping Josh Allen. You're not stopping the Buffalo Bill offense. The Bills are going to get into the 30s on you. So, okay, let's see what Miami can do here. I think, you know, and I respect Miami. You guys know I I took the Miami Dolphins season win total to the over. I've been a two-a defender. I do like them, but at this point in time, they're not ready to knock off the Bills yet. The Bills will be ready for this game. And I'm looking at I, I keep coming back to 38-31. I know it's like really high scoring, but I keep coming back to Buffalo winning this game 38-31. We got Rob Vino. We got Tony Finn. We got Howard Balzer. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's gonna be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. 
uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This is Sports I am Gable Brancy. Week three of the NFL, week four college. Roger Federer's career is over. Albert Pujols hit a 700 home run. Other than that, there's nothing going on. And, oh, yeah, we have the AFL championship coming up here in a couple of minutes. All right, so I just put in, I just put in a play on uh, the G-Long Cats. So for those of you unfamiliar with uh, with AFL betting. So there's point spreads like the NFL, whatever. It's minus 11.5. The total is 164.5. But they have a winning margin bet. And instead of like 1 to 6 like it is in football, it's 1 to 39, which is a pretty open window. The only thing is teams do get murdered sometimes in this sport, right? But this is a championship game. So you could lay 11.5 at minus 110. Or you could go 1 to 39 for plus 100. I'm going to do them both. I already have them to win a game. But I just did the 150, you know, in between the 1 and 39. I think they're going to cover on the 11 and a half. And um, let's go over the number here, over 164 and a half. Let me get this in. I'm up to a dime now on this, so i got to put my phone down. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep clicking. Uh, not, not to mention what I'm going to do in-game here, so... All right, it looks like I got paid. Let's see, I just, yeah, I think I got paid right now. Did I just get paid for that Albert Pulos? I think I did because I just put a bunch of plays in and I have more money than I did when I started. I can't believe Boise State lost by 17 tonight, though. All right, let's roll. USA and G-Long, here's the parlay. Let's get it done. If you tuned into the show last night, too, who's the soccer killer here? Me. You love that? You like that? You like that? We told you last night. Canada, I know what we said. We said, Laren's going to score a goal. Boom. Scored like right in a couple of minutes into the match. Canada beat Qatar 2-0. USA lost 2-0 to, uh, to Japan. Uh, Messi scored a beautiful goal. I don't know what the final score was. I got caught up in other stuff. So, all right. So, for those of you tuning in right now, and I see our chat is filling up, and people asking us about this AFL championship game. They're ready for kickoff in a couple of minutes. Was it, was it, what was it? Three, what was 3 nothing? What was 3-0? Argentina beating Honduras was 3-0. All right. I really didn't care that much, though, but thank you. <laughs> I said, I don't know what the end of the foul score was, but thank you. Uh, yes, 3-0. All right. So um, now you threw me off. <laughs> don't do that in the future, please. If I ask you something, uh, this guy's talking in my headset. He sounds like Darth Vader. You got to fix that audio, bro. Like, whenever you talk to my ear here, like, it just it gives me a headache. That's why so I get irritated even more so. Um, so, as I was saying about this game here, uh, G-Long, I really hate when people jump into my earpiece. Like, it's been happening a lot this week. Like, I don't know if you guys are doing it, if, like, there's some competition or something like that, but you guys got to stop. <laughs> like, I swear, I told someone earlier in the week, I said, stop talking in my ear all the time, bro. Like... You know, if I ask you something, we love Matthias, but now, you know, I, I was getting, I'm in the middle of a giving a bet here. He checks in with a game that's over and it, whatever. <laughs> All right, so, God, dear God, it's 10 nothing right now for the, for the Cardinals over the Dodgers. So, as I was saying, 
Uh, we're taking the G-Long Cats minus the 11.5 points. We're going to go, yes, in between 1 to 39, margin of victory. And we're going to go over 164, uh, over 164 and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Darth Vader voice. Like, exactly. Craig, Craig Williams gets it in the chat. <laughs> Poor Mateus has gone through like eight mics or something, and they all seem to get worse. Um, we need, we need, a, we need like a, a mic meeting. I have to have to sit down and go through all the mics again. All right. So as I stated, I'm up to a dime here, and am I done? All right. I guess I guess there's only so far we can go on this. You know what? The only thing I could do is I could put more on the over. All right. This is it. A last little bet on the over here at 164, and now we're in, and we're just going to have to uh, hope for the best. It's a good thing. Listen, the Pulos, the Pulos hit in the home runs tonight. The Pulos hit in the home runs. Uh, that was a good thing for us because we lost on the over of the um, – it was kind of a disaster. I've been, I've been sloppy this week. I've double-clicked things. I've triple-clicked things. I've forgotten to bet things and gotten in after. And I got to tell you something. I blame my cracked screen. I got a cracked screen on my cell phone, and it's causing me big problems. Like, I got, like, six unread text messages here. I don't answer my phone ever for anybody, generally. I don't. It's not personal. I just don't even care. Like, I don't see it. I don't hear it. I always have my ringer off. But I am pretty good with text messages. And I haven't even responded to text messages because it annoys me to read them because my screen is so cracked. I looked it up. I was like, I got to get my screen replaced. But it seems to me I might as well just buy a new phone considering what it costs to get the screen replaced. <laughs> I showed it on TV today. <laughs> and I told them, I was like, yeah, my phone's got a little crack in it. And I showed it. They're like, that's not a little crack. Your phone is like just glass. Here, look, let's see if you can see the, oh, there it is. Yeah. See, that's what I consider a little crack. What do you think of that, Matthias? See, is that a little crack or is that just like shattered? Would you function with this phone? Like, look at this. Would you Would you replace this or no, would you Gabe, deal with that's this? That's a mess. That's a mess, Gabe. Yeah, I would cut my fingers all on that phone, Gabe. My, my old phone used to be like that. And I started cutting my thumb when I was trying to like press messages and stuff with with the, with the broken glass. It was a mess. Yeah, yeah, my phone. Band-aids left and right. It's a little shardy. There's a, I know I know what part to stay away from where it's a little prickly. <laughs> It's yeah, it's pretty. It's time. It's time to go to the phone repair shop. Drop a hundred bucks and get a new screen. I told someone this before. When I, when I was in LA, I was at the Rams game. And I told someone. I said, "Man, I'm having a hard time." Someone gave me their phone number, and I was trying to punch the number in. I was like, I couldn't read it. And they're like, "What's the problem, man?" I was take. I said, "Listen, my phone's a little cracked here. I got a problem." And, they go, your phone's not cracked, bro. Your phone is broken. They said, you got to get a new phone. I said, no, 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 I can read. I'm good. I'm good. And as long as I can bet on it, I'm pretty good. But, yeah, I haven't. Uh, now I'm, like, to the point where I don't want to look at text messages because it's annoying me because of the glass. But You know what's funny? When, when you said your phone was cracked, I thought it was just a couple cracks. <laughs> so when I clicked on your screen, now, that's not a couple cracks, man. That's a shattered glass. <laughs> it really couldn't be much broken if you look at it's it. It's pretty right? bad. Like, it's not a crack. It's, it's a mess. <laughs> it's just like shattered glass. <laughs> You're telling the people it's a couple cracks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it goes to show how 
casual I am. It's because to me, it's a couple of cracks. I'm like, yeah, it's not that bad. It's a couple of cracks. But, right? I got to be honest. I'm surprised it still works. That's what somebody else told me. They're like, I'm surprised your phone still actually works, man. (laughs) Imagine if you're driving with like a broken windshield and somebody pulls you over and it's like, oh, this is a couple cracks, but you can barely see out the damn thing. (laughs) Yeah, man, it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Like a couple cracks. (laughs) People, people overreact, uh, Matthias. You know, but uh, you know what? I've got to get a new phone. I've 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 got to get a new phone. That's that's. that's no, the deal. You just got to get a new screen. You got to get a new phone. They a new screen's new... like 125 bucks. Well, how much is a phone? You know, a phone's like 500 bucks these days. My phone was $190. Oh, you're living the good life. I just bought a new phone for 800 bucks. What kind of phone is it? It's an iPhone. Yeah, well, not like phone. the newest model by any means. It was like $1,200, so I got the cheaper one. But you know, it's still awesome. No, 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 no. I don't need. I'm not. I don't need that. My phone's fine. I got a I got a Samsung, whatever the hell it's called. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> hey, as long as it works and it makes calls and sends texts, you're good. No, the phone the phone is fine when the screen isn't broken. <laughs> the phone the phone is fine. All right, when, when the screen when the screen isn't uh, broken, I I'm just reluctant. I'm annoyed. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and I see all these apps and stuff on my screen. I'm like, man, I got to re-download every one of these things and go through, like, that password stuff to get in at all of them. And I get it. I guess I'm on the Google Cloud or whatever the hell it is. But, yeah, it's something I'm going to have to deal with. It's causing me a problem betting, too, Matthias. Like, that's how this all conversation started. Like, I, you know, now you see why, like, you can, you know, like, when you see this glass like this, you can understand why I double-click some things sometimes, right? Oh, like, Gabe, th- this makes complete sense. Now I understand why you bet on Nick Chubb to score three times in a row. <laughs> that was a blessing because of your phone. Your phone said three times, baby. Yeah, but I bet twice on something tonight and I lost. It's like a daily thing now. <laughs> it's oh, almost like a random, like, what's in curse. the box. Yeah, it's like, oh, did I win her? Because I'm sort of, so I got to get, sometimes I'm mad. I'm like, yeah, but I did th- Click that like four times the other day. Uh, I got to tell you, too. I got to tell you, this thing's not the best. Like when the, the, the shattered glass, when you're trying to look on Tinder here, right? <laughs> I'm looking, I'm like, I'm like, I guess I can't tell. I got a bunch of glass. Like it's basically like looking at someone's picture with a shattered frame. <laughs> it's the best way of describing it. It's like a shattered frame. All right. So we're off and running here. And I don't like the fact that there's not more points so far. Come on, you Australian losers. Get it together. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, we're uh, It's one nothing right now. one nothing. We'll take it. It's like the CFL. They miss. You get a single for missing. Very, very sunny. Looks sunny and hot there uh, right now. I think it's during the day there, too, or late afternoon or whatever. Let's get this thing going. Right, so we got a lot of a lot of picks to get to here. So yeah, I guess I got to get a new phone. It's 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 just it is what it is. You know what though? At least I'm getting a new phone in a position of strength. Because <laughs> normally when you get a new phone, you lost the phone. You know what I mean? So at least now I didn't lose all the numbers. I didn't lose stuff like you know. But I'm gonna have to. I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna pay a hundred or seventy. They told me it's seventy-five to one hundred and twenty-five dollars to replace the screen. It's like, yeah, you know, this phone's not even whatever. Maybe I'll just buy a nicer phone, but I'm not buying some piece of crap Apple phone for five hundred bucks. I'd rather bet five hundred dollars on the uh, grand final. Howard Balzer's gonna step up and in. Let's roll. <laughs> this is sports rage. Bring it.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're fired up, uh, Howard. We're excited. I can't believe it's week three uh, already. Life goes too fast, man. The, the season flies by and life flies by, Howard, doesn't it? <laughs> it? It sure does. There's no doubt about it. I say it every year that we wait and we wait and we wait. And we can't wait for the season to start. And then all of a sudden you snap your fingers and you're going, oh, my goodness. We'll be doing that in, in, a few, in November and saying, oh, my goodness, this season's half over. How did this happen uh, so fast? But it does fly. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And that's what makes every week so intense because every week does matter. Uh, so much when you only play 17 of these. So it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been aesthetically pretty. I know Kingsbury gets it that they're not clicking, that they're not in the rhythm that he that he wants to be, but they are one and one right now, and it's pretty crazy. You win this football game, you're two and one, and you're in first place. Yeah, no, exactly. Now, of course, whoever wins will be two and one. There's a chance San Francisco and Seattle could be two and one also, but every team in this division right now is one and one after they all lost in week one. So it's an interesting beginning of the season. Of course, this is the first division game for both these teams, the Cardinals and the Rams. And you're right. It was a very rocky beginning for the Cardinals. It's been kind of rocky for the Rams also, the defending Super Bowl champions with injuries on the offensive line and other issues that they have going on there. So I think it could be, it could be an interesting game. But there's no doubt that since Sean McVay has been the head coach of the Rams, that they have owned the Cardinals. They played 11 games, including the playoff game last year. And the Rams have won 10 of them. They've scored at least 30 points in nine of those 11 games. And they've never, and they never lost with Sean McVay in Arizona, uh, 5-0. and And every game has been a 30-point game for the Rams. And they've outscored the Cardinals 162-100. to And to take the streak a little further, Gabe, 
the Cardinals now dating back to last season have lost six consecutive home games. So they're looking to build off that come from behind win over the Raiders last week and try to get a faster start and be able to hang with the Rams. And who knows, maybe, maybe break that home, break two home losing streaks to both the Rams and overall going back to last season with every team they play. Howard balls are uh, joining us. Howard, Kyler Murray, Another another quarterback in which, you know, people seem to want to see him fail, right? We live in this era right now, you know, with social media and people are just waiting to fire fire the arrows. And I don't think it's fair. In the same way that, like, Tua has been criticized in the past and people won't bring up the offensive line issues. But I guess where I'm going with Kyler is it's not easy for him right now. It's one thing not to have DeAndre Hopkins. It's another thing not to have Rondell Moore. Like, you know, if you're if you're Arizona, like they're just trying to tread water right now. Howard, what's your take on what Kyler sees when he drops back to pass and and who he has to, to throw the football to? It's not the easiest situation he's in. No, you're hundred percent right. And I think treading water is a good way of looking at it. They have gotten healthier than they were at the beginning of the season, although they do have five players on the short term injury reserve list that they hope to get back after week four. But they are a little healthier, but Rondell Moore will miss again. But you know, there's no doubt that if they had Hopkins right now, it would be a much different look to this offense teaming with Marquise Brown. And the thing is, he, you know, he had several opportunities to get the ball to Brown uh, last week, and they did hook up six times. But there were some other times where he didn't have time to get him the ball because of the pass rush. And so the, the Cardinals' offensive line is coming together. They were better last week, at least in the second half than they were in the first half and against Kansas City in week one. And that's what it is for all quarterbacks. I, I mean, I'm one of those old school guys. I mean, everyone, there's, it's the old cliche, Gabe, that quarterbacks get too much of the credit and too much of the blame, but that's just the way it is. Well, why is it that way? If everyone's acknowledging they're getting too much of the blame or credit, well, then do a little work, dig a little deeper, and find out why a quarterback is succeeding or why he isn't because it, it usually goes deeper than just themselves. And that's true for any quarterback. There's no, there's, there's no question. And, you know, Murray almost single-handedly brought this team from behind last week to tie the game with no time left. But you have to give some credit to the defense, too. I think they've been overlooked in all of this reaction to the game because at halftime of that game last week, last Sunday, gave the Raiders had 258 yards of offense after the Chiefs had 488 the week before. And the big thing was that the Raiders were five for six on third down in the first half and used that, obviously, to drive for 20 points. Well, in the second half, they were one for five and on third down. And believe it or not, in overtime and the, the whole second half, including overtime, the Raiders had 66 total yards after halftime. And so that was a big factor in terms of the Cardinals being able to have a chance to come back. And the big reason it ended up that way is because the Cardinals got the, got the Raiders off the field on third down in the second half. And so that was huge. Obviously, they're going to have to do that against the Rams again this week to, to, to be able to play with them. But the, like I said earlier, the Rams have some issues of their own, especially on the offensive line. And I think this could be an interesting game on Sunday in, in State Farm Stadium. Howard Balzer kicking with us. I am Gabriel Morenci. This is Sports Rage. You know, Howard, I, I bring, I brought it up because you know, remember there was um, there was one play, and I don't know, I think it was the last chance you guy or something. You know, the coach said, "Oh, look at Kyler Murray, and he missed this and he missed that." And Kingsbury came out and said, "No, he didn't. The running back missed missed their assignment." Yet, you know, Joe Burrow turns the ball over five times in Week One. I don't see people breaking down like game tape of each interception that Joe Burrow threw. 
And you've been covering the NFL a long time, Howard. So I guess, you know, when a college quarterback, when a quarterback comes into the NFL, they have to tell him, listen, kid, you're not in college anymore, and, you know, get ready to be criticized. Yet it's a whole new level now, isn't it, Howard? Like, you've been around the league a long time. It's a malicious, personal attack of, like, okay, if you don't think Trey Lance is a great quarterback, fine. Talk about his football acumen. But it's it's just nasty. And you got to warn these kids coming in now. Listen, you're not just, like, you've got to have thick, thick, thick skin. And I know Kyle is somewhat of a sensitive dude. How You know, you see this up front, Howard, just the maliciousness of the media and the fans in today's age, Howard. Have you ever seen anything like it? Well, well, of course, social media has fueled so much of it. And, you know, the, it's, it's given voice. You know, it used to be only shows like you do and then I've done. You know, it used to be just talk radio uh, where, where the fan got an opportunity to, you know, to, to, you know, put their voice out there. So it's kind of – and this show is mostly local. All, the social media is totally different, and it gives rise for people who actually think they know what they're talking about to say stuff uh, either maliciously or that makes no sense and – and then it's all out there, and it's why Bill Belichick and every team has it now. They have that sign in the locker room, ignore the noise. Sometimes it's hard to ignore the noise, but you have to ignore the noise. And the point you made, I think, was interesting about uh, Murray and, and Burrow. I mean, when, when the Bengals lose their first two games and they were in the Super Bowl, no one's, like you said, no one's criticizing Joe Burrow. They're all talking about, oh, boy, that offensive line was bad last year. Now it's yeah. like, <laughs> right? But no one says with the Cardinals, that I mean, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray would probably be sacked just as many times as Joe Burrow if he didn't have the tremendous escapability uh, that he has, and so that's 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 a big issue. I mean, it's a big issue. But every everyone wants to blame the quarterback or the play caller. That's the other beautiful one I love. It's the play caller. When a play doesn't work, it's the play call. When most people have no clue what went on in the play, did someone miss an assignment? Like you said, all it takes is one guy messing up on a play. That can, that can ruin it for everyone. And, and it's interesting. Zayvon Collins is a second-year linebacker for, for the Cardinals. He's playing a lot better in the second year. But he had an interesting thing to say the other day. He was talking about the details about, about the sport and how a lot of people don't realize the details. And everybody has to do their job on each play. And he said, last week I had two plays where I made a mistake on where I was a yard off. A yard off. That's it. That, that, that's all it can take sometimes for a, for a play to be stopped or for a big play to happen against you. And all it takes is one guy not to be in his spot. But when it happens, and if it happens on offense, oh, oh my goodness, that was a bad play call, bad play call. Football comes down to execution. It comes down to players making plays, and maybe every once in a while, you know, the, the play caller will pull this, like, incredible play out of the hat, and it'll work. Or maybe in a, in a situation it wasn't the best play to call. But for the most part, for the most part, it's the players that decide what happens but everyone has to have what i call gabe lazy narratives it's the easy thing to say oh it's the coach oh it's the play caller oh it's the quarterback when there's so much that goes into it and it's, it's just unfortunate it's too bad but yeah going back to your original question it's social media that has totally fueled all the negativity and the you know just you know just stuff out there that you just shake your head at uh, sometimes before we get you out of here, Howard, I was thinking about that, the nuances of the game. And while Kyler and, and as we stated, they're going to get the blame, they're going to get the credit, but a football player that you could really argue, they don't win the football game last week without was Isaiah Simmons. And, yes. and you know, man, he was just amazing. Just play after play after play after play uh, late in the football game. And it's funny because when he was walking off the field, I, I actually thought about that. I was like, man, 
this guy just basically won the game for them, but people aren't going to talk about it. And then I was thinking, well, at least he gets paid, though. And the guys in the room know, right? Like, the guys, like, people don't talk about, you know, it's always about the quarterback. It's always about this. People aren't going to talk about, oh, yeah, by the way, the linebacker really saved the day today. They just don't do it. Because there's no fantasy, right? It's not DFS. It's not fantasy, et cetera. No, no, exactly. And, and I think that I always, I always remember the great line that uh, Jim Mara, the former coach of the, of the New Orleans Saints, not the one where he said, playoffs, playoffs, we want to win a game. No, the one where That's said, a pretty good impression, Howard. i got to give you credit there. <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much. He, he said to, someone was asking something about play calling and this and that. He says, you know, you guys, you guys might think you know, but you don't know. You don't know. And that was to the media, much less the fans. And I'll tell you a quick one. The Cardinals have a guy, Trayvon Mullen Jr., a cornerback they tra- they acquired from the Raiders in a trade, arrives in the week of the cut to 53, and he wasn't totally healthy, and he's trying to learn a new defense, learn the details. And so it looks like he might be active this week for the first time, but I put something on Twitter the other day that Trayvon Mullen getting closer and closer, but the, the, the coaches have to be confident in him that he knows what he's doing mentally when he goes out on the field, right? And people don't realize that. If you, if you practice during the week and you're making mistakes and you're not where you're going to be, a coach isn't going to be very confident about putting you out there in a game. And so someone responded to my tweet, said, what are you talking about? You know, the only way a guy can get into the game mentally is if you put him on the field. I mean, what do you say to somebody like that? You know, what, what, how do you respond? I mean, it, 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 that, that's, that's the knuckleheadedness that is out there. And, but, you know, everybody thinks they're an expert. And I think football is the worst, and I'll say for this reason, Gabe, you know, baseball, everybody can debate. Oh, should the manager have taken the pitcher out there? Oh, should he have changed the pitcher? Should he have pinch hit this guy instead of that guy? You know, everybody can, you know, have a, a certain amount of base knowledge about that and right or wrong, come up with, with, with an opinion, right? But when you're talking about play calling and what players are supposed to do on plays and all those things, no, none of us know. None of us truly know. And yet there are fans that think they know. It's just, it's just laughable to me at times. Howard, I've been a talk show host uh, for 21 years, and I've been around sports for a hell of a lot longer. And I've always said the two fan bases that think they know the most, NFL fans and NHL fans. Every, any, you take any guy off the street that likes the NHL. He thinks he'd be a better coach than anybody right. in the National Hockey League. They know everything. And, of course, I, they, I would be in the NHL if not for my knee injury when I was a kid, of course. But that's another story. Howard, you're the best, my man. I know you're super busy all the time. Thank you so much for taking the time to be us. Quick prediction on the way out. Can the Cards end this Rams dominance? I, for some crazy reason, I have a I have an okay feeling, a pretty good feeling about this game. Could come down to Matthew Stafford. Is he going to give the ball away? More, he's already already has five interceptions in two games. If he if he doesn't if he doesn't turn it over, it'll be tough for the Cardinals. If they can if they can force a couple mistakes on defense, kind of contain Cooper Cup. I think I, I think they've got a pretty good chance of winning this game on Sunday. Thanks, Howard. My pleasure, Gabe. Take care. A sports gamer who relies. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's a route. Man, you, you just, you watch this. You don't even need to be an expert in the sport to know. But you're like, wow, these guys are just good. <laughs> I don't know how the hell the guy just put that between the uprights. You see the angle? Yeah, I swear to God. Kickers in the NFL and college football, these like freaking stooges, they can't even make an extra point. You got this Australian guy like 48 yards from, from the uprights running on a side angle. And it literally, he puts it through like a razor thin angle. Like if, you know, I, Justin Tucker couldn't do this. I'm telling you what, I swear to God, that's what I would tell the kicker next time a kicker missed a kick. I said, I swear to God, you're cut. I'm just going to call some guy from Australia. I'm getting Mick Aussie to be the damn kicker from now on. These guys can kick and they can all kick. They can all punt. They can all kick. You know, you got guys in North America. You got one damn job. You can't even do that right. It's 38-6 right now. It's a route, man. They're killing them. The thing is, like, there, there are swings in this sport. There better be a swing. Now I'm worried about that 1-39 to deal. You better get it together, Sydney. You know, you can't trust a team called the Swans in a big game, all right? I'm just saying. Cats versus the Swans. The Cats going to kill the Swan. <laughs> I need some points here. All right, for the record... G-Long right now are minus 43 and a half. They're, 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 they're minus 43 and a half. And as far as the money line is concerned, they're minus 1,400 on the money line. Look, look last week, Sydney had like a 40-point lead, and they only ended up winning by one. There are wild, crazy swings in this sport, but the thing is, the G-Long Cats don't play around, man. They're, I don't know, they're like the Golden State Warriors or something, like... They don't win every year, the Cats, but they're there every year type thing. Like, they're a dominant franchise and organization. It's 39-6 right now. We're still in the first quarter. The Dover's looking good. Let's do this thing. We're going to talk baseball, college football, NFL. Tony Finn joins us straight from the Strip in Vegas. Bring it. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 